Welcome to Natural Wellness Tips Podcast, a weekly broadcast all about leading a healthy, happy, and wholehearted life. Welcome back to the Natural Wellness Tips Podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Hudgens, your host. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today, we're going to be talking about emotional health, uh, the tie to our gut, and kind of how emotions run a little deeper in our bodies than maybe we think, uh, and there's more we can do to control them, and I'm super excited to share it with you guys. So when you're done listening to the podcast, please do me a huge favor, leave a review. It helps more people find these awesome podcasts, and it makes my day to read your awesome reviews. Uh, But let's dive into it. So emotional health. So we kind of think of emotional health and the first thing that comes to mind is like our brain. We're just like, that's where everything resides, our mind, our brain. Uh, And for the longest time, I didn't quite realize how much the rest of our bodies impacted our emotional health. So so that's kind of what we're going to go into. And really thinking about like that whole idea of like people asking you, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. That's like the answer that everyone gives. And, And fine, it's not good. Fine is crummy. We want to feel great. We want to feel amazing. And one of the ways that we can do that is really understanding the connection between the spirit, the mind, and the body and how all of this works together in this beautiful dance. So your body is made up of intelligent cells designed to continually restore health. And these cells in our body are, you know, we have the gut and the gut is open to the outside world because that's where food goes in and that's where we digest things, right? And then you have the central nervous system that is protected by the blood brain barrier and and all these things that communicate through neurons and nerves and different chemicals and, and receptors in our bodies. And it's so complicated, but it's also so simplistic when you really start to break it down and understand it. So emotions are information-carrying molecules that bind and react with cell receptors throughout our our body. So we think of an emotion as something on the outside physically, like how we feel, but there are so many things that happen within our body with each different emotion. So the emotions actually go into the cells through the receptors and impact the cell's function. Therefore, they affect our energy, our mood, our health, our behavior. So we really need to ensure that we're doing a good job taking care of our emotions and and stabilizing these things so we aren't having emotions that are all over the place or constantly low or really too high. You know, there's always going to be seasons and ups and downs, and, and seasons are something you can't avoid in life. We're all going to have tragedy strike us. We're all going to have amazingly exciting, happy times in our lives. And and we're going to have a lot of time right in the middle, but it's about kind of stabilizing and working through those seasons with some level of grace that doesn't stress and strain our body. Um, I mean, I had a friend who's going through a lot of stress right now and everything in her body is off. All of her hormones are off. She's not sleeping. She's gaining weight. I mean, there's so many things that go into this emotional health. So there's three main components or three main brains in our body. So science reveals there's a complex neural process, complex neural processing functions in our mind, our heart, and our gut. So we think of our brain as just our brain and our skull, right? But the brain, the mind, the heart, and the gut all work together. 
So your brain is the conductor. It directs the body how to feel emotionally and how to behave physically. So it's really our center for logic and intellect. It's, it's the, the logical side of our emotions. It's analyzing what's going on in the outside world around us. And the subconscious mind actually directs over 90% of our behaviors. So this is kind of an interesting concept and it's something that we can all understand. You've gotten in the car before and driven somewhere and got there and been like, wow, I literally don't remember driving here. I don't remember what roads I took. I don't remember if I hit traffic. I just remember getting in my car and now I'm here. How did that happen? Right? And that's our subconscious mind. You know, if it's going to work every day or dropping your kids off at school, something you do all the time, your subconscious mind just takes over. The other interesting thing about our subconscious mind is that we, you'll hear different numbers. I've heard anywhere from 25,000 to 70,000 thoughts per day. So let's just meet in the middle and say about 50,000 thoughts per day. Uh, 60 to 70% of those thoughts are repetitive. And for most people, those repetitive thoughts are negative. So you're sitting there saying things over and over again in your head that are negative. And what we say, what we think is what happens, what comes true in our lives. We manifest these things without even realizing the power of our thoughts. We convince our subconscious mind, our subconscious mind convinces us that its thoughts are reality. So if you can affect your subconscious thoughts and you can change those thoughts that you're having, you can greatly impact the outcome of your life, your health, and your happiness. So some things that you can do to affect those thoughts and what ones you're allowing in and out is you can think about when you're saying something to yourself and you catch yourself saying something super negative, super down, say to yourself, would I call my best friend and say this to her? Would I stop somebody on the street and say, hi, sir, this is what I'm thinking. And like, just tell them these things. Probably not, right? So if you're not willing to communicate these with other people, you should not be communicating them with yourself. So you can rephrase things like, um, you know, maybe you're upset because your clothes aren't fitting well, right? So you could say, God, I'm so fat. I'm so unhealthy. My clothes don't fit. I'm just, this is, I'm out of shape. It's horrible. Or you could say, something different where I'm really grateful that I have clothes to wear today and I'm grateful that I can, you know, decide to eat a salad for lunch or something, make a healthy decision, right? Like just find gratitude in the situation. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm so grateful I have a roof over my head. That's awesome. There's a lot of people in the world that don't, right? Uh, So find gratitude in whatever situation you're in, even if it's one that's super frustrating at the time. And then I spend a little bit of time every day and I'll talk on a a podcast soon about uh, my morning routine, but I journal every morning and I write at least three things I'm grateful for. I try not to repeat things. So it's not like the same things over and over again. And some days are like, I'm grateful I woke up today. I'm grateful that I have a roof. I'm grateful that I'm breathing. Like some days are bummer and down, right? Other days are, I'm so grateful for, you know, certain people in my life or certain things that are happening in my life. So you just have to find those things to be grateful. Um, And it's scientifically proven that expressing gratitude on a daily basis improves the happiness and the quality of your life. So express your gratitude, work with that subconscious mind. It's going to be thinking no matter what you do. So make sure it's thinking things that you want it to be thinking. So, so that's kind of our mind, our logic center. Then we go down to our heart, our intuition center. Messages are 
discerned in the heart, right? So we get the messages to the heart and it kind of lets us find the peace and find what it means to us. So there's more neuropathways that run from the heart to the brain than from the brain to the heart. So your heart, your intuition, if you allow it to be something that you follow, is more impactful on your mental health than your mental health is on your heart, right? We're, we, there's more going in that direction. So we need to ensure that we're, we're treating our intuition properly. We're listening to it. We're following those gut feelings. And we're loving on ourselves. We're loving on others, expressing love and gratitude. And then you have the gut. Uh, and the gut acts according to the dispensed emotions that you're getting from the mind and the heart. Uh, and, and it either displays itself in health or in illness throughout the gut and the rest of the body. So our gut you know, you've had those times where you're like, I have butterflies in my stomach. I'm upset to my stomach. For me, stress is like straight to my stomach. Sometimes my stomach tells me I'm stressed before I even realize I'm stressed. It's so crazy. Uh, the other interesting thing about your gut is 90% of the body's serotonin and other feel-good chemicals are actually produced in our gut. And this hasn't really been given the credit that it's due until very recently. And they just are starting to realize how much the gut has to do with our overall health. They're linking it to those feelings of um, anxiousness. They're linking it to those, those sad down in the dump feelings that some people get on an occasional basis or other people get on a really regular basis. And they're realizing that this gut health is much more important to that than, than they thought before, right? So we need to make sure that we're treating our gut right. So I'm going to come back and talk to you more about that in just a second. But in the end, I love this quote by Dr. Kansas Pert. She's a neuroscientist and a pharmacologist. She says, feelings are really chemicals that can help or hurt. So we need to be weary and be respectful of our feelings. We need to make sure that we're in relationships where we can express our feelings, where our feelings are validated. We need to make sure that 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 we really pay attention to our day-to-day -day feelings instead of just surviving, instead of just being like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, so you guys know I love essential oils. And I want to give you some tricks of where you can use different essential oils to affect the mind, the heart, and the gut. So when we're talking about the mind, our logic and intellect center, my favorite three places for oils here are the third eye, so right between your eyebrows, the base of your neck, or right at the tippy top of your head. So right at the tippy top, you'll feel like a little kind of bump. That's where you want to go on the top of your head. And that's going to be the fastest way to affect our mind. Uh, the heart, if you'd like to affect the heart, is simply over the heart or on the inside of the wrist or the inside of the elbows. And if you'd like to affect the gut, you want to put the essential oils right around the belly button. So... I have some favorites that I like to use for the mind, the heart, and the gut. My favorite for the mind is frankincense or helichrysum. They're really relaxing and, and they um, help you find peace in your emotions, right? They, uh, frankincense is the oil of truth. So it allows us to find truth in what we're believing, what we're feeling, what we're saying. And that's really powerful, right? We want to, to feel that, feel that strength in our thoughts. 
It helps us re reveal deceptions and false truths. It's really great for letting go of lower vibrations, lies, deceptions, negativity. When I look at the emotions of these essential oils, I'm always looking at the emotions and essential oils reference guide for emotional healing. You can find it on Amazon. It's pretty amazing. But frankincense helps create new perception or pers perspectives based on light and truth. So it's, it's a super powerful oil for their mental health, for the mind health. Um, and helichrysum is the oil for pain. So it's amazing for healing pain. And this isn't just physical, but it's emotional health too. So if you're dealing with uh, difficult circumstances, trauma, self-destruction, loss, or abuse, really powerful. It helps give you the strength and endurance you need to push through hard times. So when you're really struggling mentally, I love putting that helichrysum, frankincense, both or one or the other on my third eye, top of my head, and or base of my neck. There's so many other ones you can use, but I'm just going to tell you my favorites and my go-tos. For my heart, I have two favorites. The first is Balance, and that's the grounding blend. I love that blend. But it's a combination of tree oils and roots, uh, and it helps you live in the present moment. So it just really helps you come back to that intuition, that intuition center. It helps you really feel stable, settled, connected. And that's, that's a really important emotion to feel, right? We, we want to feel that way. We want to feel that, that grounding and for me, that just works really good on the heart. Um, it, I just put a drop right there or even on the bottom of my feet works good too, but definitely a good one. And then the other one I use over my heart on like 15 times a day basis is Forgive the um, Renewing Blend. And this is the oil of forgiveness. So a lot of times we're our hardest critic. We're the toughest one on ourselves. And this blend assists you in forgiving yourself and finding forgiveness with others sometimes just releasing that like judgment we have on ourselves. So that's super, super important. And then I have my simple favorite for the gut. Peppermint's great for the gut. Peppermint is fabulous for the gut, but I also like Digestin. And Digestin is just the digestive blend. It works amazing. It's designed specifically to help with digestion. And it helps us not only digest food, right? Like the physical stuff in the world, but it helps us digest the emotions that we're going through. It helps us kind of get more comfortable with the, the things that we're experiencing in life. So super awesome oil for that, just straight around the belly button. So just a little kind of inside for me on what essential oils I really turn to for the most with the most with those different emotions. And then you know, I talked about this a little bit, how they're starting to really link some of those like anxious feelings that people experience on a regular basis, or maybe the down in the dumps feelings that people get with gut health. And, and what I read and what I, I see when I read the research on the different research forums is that they're linking it really to inflammation and they're, they're linking it to our diets, our lifestyles and things. So when we eat bad diets. We have unhealthy eating habits. We just aren't taking care of ourselves the way that we should. Uh, you know, we're not only exposed to harmful toxins and things through our diet, but also through our habits. You know, we, we're sedentary. We sit a lot. We, we work at desks. We drive a lot. We also have a lot of, you know, 
there's toxins in the air. There's a lot of fumes. There's a lot of just bad for us all around us, right? So we're kind of bombarding our body with this. And and specifically, let's talk about the gut and, and eating unhealthy foods. So I'm not going to go on any soapbox about whether you should eat gluten or dairy or meat or anything like that. That's for you to decide. That's for you to know how your body reacts to it. There are a lot of people in this world that get inflammation in their gut from eating dairy, eating gluten, many from meat, right? I personally eat it all. I'm just going to put that out there as my authentic self. I don't tend to have issues from it. um, And I'm very lucky in that state, but some people do. So you have to do what's right for your body. I'm never going to tell you how you should or shouldn't eat. I'm going to tell you to, you know, listen to professionals in that realm and then also learn you know, what works for yourself. But there is a lot of correlation between inflammation and gluten and dairy specifically, right? So so making that decision for yourself, but knowing that. But I'm going to talk about processed food because I don't think there's any argument here from anyone that eating processed food is normal. You know, our ancestors did not eat processed food. Uh, so I really do believe in eating as whole food of a diet as you can staying away from overly processed foods and and things in our, you know, your fridge should be filled with live things, things that go bad. You know, if they they don't go bad, there's something keeping them from going bad, right? Uh, So so having those whole food ingredients. And and if we aren't eating a food-based diet and we are eating a lot of preservatives and a lot of uh, processed foods and things, we can cause a lot of inflammation in our gut. And what a lot of people don't realize is that we have this nerve called the vagus nerve and it's the the pathway. It's like the highway between the brain and the gut. And the vagus nerve connects with the gut, with the intestines. So it connects with all different parts of the body and it goes all the way up to the brain and it communicates in both directions. So Uh, It's important to know that, that it goes in both directions. But when we're eating overly processed food and we're not feeding our gut properly, that message is going to the brain and that is affecting the neural pathways in our brain and that can affect our emotions. And they're starting to realize that because the gut is the main producer of serotonin, dopamine, if we're not feeding the gut properly then the gut isn't producing the serotonin and the dopamine and it's not sending it to the brain and it's not giving us those feel-good emotions that we need. So if you're struggling with emotional health, I think one of the first things you really need to do is look at your gut health. So I'm talking if you're just feeling overwhelmed, if you're dealing with things you've been dealing with your whole life or maybe you just, you've been on medication for things and, and that's okay, I'm not telling you to go stop taking medications. You that's what medicine's there for, right? But if you can start to tackle the root cause, maybe you can move away from some of that stuff. So starting to really think about that. Uh, I personally do a 30-day cleanse every quarter, and I cleanse my liver, my kidneys, my skin, my digestive system. I flush the toxins and the bad out of my body. When I first started with essential oils, I had to do it four months in a row because I had so much built up in my system from all of the medications I had taken. And I finally felt after four months that I was like back to my clean slate and it was amazing. Now I can do it quarterly and keep up with it and it feels really good. But really looking at your, your gut health, and I can do an episode on cleansing too specifically. Um, I, I'll do that at some point in the future. 
But some of the other things you can do, eating healthy, right? But increasing your water intake. I've talked about that before. We should be uh, drinking at least half of our body weight in ounces a day. And then rest, meditation, exercise, movement. Do you have regular exercise in your life? Do you have uh, rest and meditation? Are you doing things to clear your mind, to clear your your plate. Like I, this was such a great example that was told to me about meditation, uh, and mindfulness work. You wouldn't pick up the same dirty dinner plate that you ate dinner on yesterday and try to eat dinner on it again today. Would you? Right. So why do we start each day with a dirty plate of our mind from the day before we don't reset? And that's where meditation and mindfulness comes in. That's where yoga practice comes in. I mean, go on YouTube. You can just say 10 minute meditation for clearing my mind and you'll be amazed. It's super simple. You just sit there and listen and you can clear your mind. It's so, so, so very, very powerful. So thinking about different things like that, that you can do. The other things you can do for the gut that I think are really important that I do on a regular basis, other than improve your diet and drink the water and exercise and things is uh, make sure that you're taking a probiotic for your gut. And, and, you know, always, if you are not sure, talk to your doctor about these things. But there's a lot of research out there that you can do on probiotics um, and finding the, the benefit of them. Uh, again, I only use doTERRA's probiotic. I think it's, it, to me, the best on the market. It works so good for me. And I, I take that PB Assist every day. Um, there are certain people that say you should take that for a month and then take some time off or switch to the PB Assist Junior. So I take time off every quarter when I do my cleanse and that's what really works for me. But I want you to, to really think about this kind of in closing for your emotions. Life is going to happen to you, right? Bad things are going to happen. You're going to get stuck in traffic. Your boss is going to make you mad. Your kid's going to get sick. You're going to get hurt. What well, things are going to happen. We can't stop life from happening to us, right? So remember that every situation in life has a is, is recorded in our subconscious. And it's something that we can play over and over again. And we do play over and over again. And a lot of times you're like, why does this keep happening to me? But if you really think about it, it might be your subconscious allowing it to keep happening to you, right? But for instance, let's just say, um, I'll give you like me as an example. I'm trying to get work done. I have a deadline. My emails are going crazy. My phone won't stop ringing. Somebody in my family needs my help. And I just feel like everything's coming at me at once. We can all relate to that at some point in our lives, right? So your brain is telling you, it's my responsibility to figure this out. I need to prioritize. I need to get organized. I need to take care of everything. And then your heart, your intuition is saying, oh my God, what is happening? I'm feeling so overwhelmed. There's so much coming at me. This is so stressful. And then your gut is saying, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. Um, so some of the ways those things might manifest is you might deal with that head tension, that stress and strain in your neck, that pounding. You're like, your brain is like, why can't you figure this out? Your heart might be be saying, I, you know, I need to be there for my family, but I have a deadline. I don't know what to do. I'm pulled in so many directions and your stomach just might be really unsettled. Butterflies, tight knots in your stomach, maybe even constipation, right? But you have to become aware of these things that happen to you when life happens. And you need to be able to pause and say, instead of I'm not good enough, this is my fault, or this is why is this all happening to me? You need to pause and find gratitude in what's happening. And you need to figure out how you can change those thoughts. So 
for me, some of the biggest things that have helped is using my essential oils. When I feel those feelings coming up, I literally immediately grab my helichrysum and put in my third eye and my forgive over my heart. And I take a few deep breaths and within a minute, I'm feeling better. I heard this and it was, it was really interesting and scary thing to learn. But a lot of people deal with anxious feelings and a lot of people take medication for it, right? And I'm told that it takes 15 to 20 minutes for medication to kick in. So that's 15 to 20 minutes to act on those anxious feelings. And you can do a lot of things in 15 to 20 minutes. You can make a lot of good decisions or a lot of bad decisions that could affect you and the people you love for the rest of your life or their lives. And when you take an essential oil and you breathe it in, it takes seven to 10 seconds to have an effect. Seven to 10 seconds. So when I'm feeling life happen to me and I'm feeling so overwhelmed, I'm feeling like everything is stacked against me, I take my oils and I breathe and I slow down and I ask myself, okay, what do I need to do first? Where do I need to go? What has to happen right now? What can I change? What can I not change? I'm going to let that go. What can I change? I'm going to work on that because I can affect what I can change, right? So life is going to be stressful. Just being aware of your emotions is not going to change that. But really start to incorporate some of these things you've learned of like, you know, the simple ones, eating less processed food, drinking more water, uh, grabbing some essential oils that work for you, uh, just taking three deep breaths. There's science out there saying just closing your eyes and taking three deep breaths can lower your stress level, lower your cortisol level. So do that. Um, close your eyes for a second. Turn all the stimulation off. Close all the windows on your com- the little like pop-ups on your computer that you have going. You know, just find quiet for five seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, and see if you can come back to this baseline and start to understand where you are and what's going on in your life and figure out where you can take some action. And just remember that you've had some really hard days. You've had some really hard things happen in your life. I'm sure. I'm sure we all have, right? But you're still here. So you've survived them all. So you can survive whatever emotion you're dealing with right now. You can get through it with the help of some healthy habits, with the help of your tribe, your family, your friends. With the help of essential oils is huge for me. So just figuring out what you need to do. But remembering that your gut is so important when it comes to your emotional health. It's so powerful when it comes to your emotional health. So don't think that you can just, you know, read some books on mindfulness, say a few mantras, and then go eat like crap, drink a lot of bad things and be healthy. Like that's just not, that's not going to be okay. We all know those people that have worked out their whole lives. They've run every single day, but they live a high stress life. They don't eat that healthy and they die of a heart attack at 50. Well, they were so healthy. They ran every day. Well, were they healthy or did they just appear to be healthy? Remember that this is so much deeper than just your emotional health, just your physical health. They all come together in your mind, your body, your soul, your mind, your heart, and your gut. Um, And I hope this helps at least somebody get a little more grip on what's going on with their emotions and what they can do uh, to feel better. So go ahead, leave me a review. Let me know any topics you want me to talk on. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This is one I'm super passionate about. So I will see you guys next week.
Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe and head over to Instagram to keep up with me daily at Natural Wellness Tips. See you next week.